Hello and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. I'm Jeff Hopkins and I'm joined by my good pals, Richard Manfredi. Hello. And Michael Winfield. Howdy. These guys argue a lot about things, uh, everything really, but what the point they're always trying to beat each other on is what are the four things that represent any given topic? Not necessarily the best, but the things they think best represent a topic. And this week's topic is recess activities. Recess activities. Who chose this one? Uh, I believe I did. No, I no? believe that uh, a special guest chose this one. Oh, wow. My goodness. So we do have a special guest, one who is actually attended recess as Richard, Michael, and myself are far too old to have gone to recess. This is our recess expert. Would you introduce yourself, young lady? Hello, my name is Vivian, age eight. You may know from our last uh, episode that one, which was about Father's Day, that one of us is a father. And who's your father? Richard Manfredi. Okay. So I should like to. So is me too. <laughs> what? Spoiler. Revelations. <laughs> so uh, I just. Sorry, wanna... I just chopped off your hand. Not just blew. We just blew my mind and chopped off my hand. So I just want to make this clear for the record, Vivian. Yes. We haven't discussed any of these topics ahead of time, correct? Or yeah. my answers? Yes. Um, and we haven't, I haven't promised you anything in exchange for naming me the winner, correct? Yeah. And you would like to go get ice cream after the show, correct? <laughs> yes. Okay. Just want to make that clear. Well, I, ice cream or a toy, <laughs> maybe, I maybe an Xbox. You know, Vivian, I did find it very strange that right before we started recording that your dad said to me, you know who my favorite child is? Not Vivian. Whoa. It was really strange. I thought, you know, I thought that you're the best one uh, and the prettiest one and uh, the smartest one. But Richard said, no, exactly not that. <laughs> well, you you know, you're paraphrasing. You're, you're really losing the context of it. Well, since there was a little bit of confusion over who chose the topic and normally if you choose it, the other person goes, Vivian, point to the person you think should start who you want to know what their idea of a good recess activity is. My dad. All right. Richard Manfredi. See, has she's a a radio pro. She didn't point. She said it. She's she a podcasting pro. All right. So my first one is um, something that, well, first off, let's, uh, l- let's address the elephant in the room, Michael. I didn't put kickball on the list. I didn't put kickball on the list too. Good. Even though that's how, uh, that, you know, you guys know the backstory by now. We all met playing kickball. Oh, you don't have time to play a game of kickball at recess. It's way too long. Yeah. And you may not have the field space. And when I was a kid, people still played softball we used or to- mush ball. Okay, we'll, we'll do a quick deviation on kickball. We used to play with this hard utility ball. It wasn't like the red rubber ball that we that we played it as adults. Right. It was really hard to kick. It hurt. You should play basketball with this thing. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't really fun. No, it, it really wasn't. Um, but I did choose a ball sport. Hmm. Um, I'm going with Foursquare. Oh, okay. Foursquare. Which, um, the boringest of all sports. Actually. Oh, no, it isn't. Vivian, what do you think of Foursquare? Actually, um, that's actually quite a common game. We actually have four Foursquare sites on our recess yard. There you go. And we all play it. Like, seriously, it's like one of our CGT games. So Daddy isn't a dum-dum head right now? No, no right now I'm not, 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 not a doo-doo head. You yeah, know, right when, now. Now, when I was a kid, I think what was interesting about it is it wasn't always the jocks 
who were the best at Foursquare. Oh, no, no. Because it's a weird, like, hand-eye coordination you gotta thing. you got to be quick, though, too. And it's like a quickness, but it's not necessarily being, like, strong or, like, yeah. you know, any of those, like, kind of jock sort of things. What I'm meaning to say is I was pretty good at Foursquare when I was a kid. <laughs> um, and I, it's, it's also one of those games that's just, you can get in and out real quick because somebody gets knocked out, go to the front of the line, mm-hmm. and you can just get through a lot of turns and everybody gets to play. And you also get to make up garbage rules. There's, <laughs> yeah. If there's anything about recess that we should know is that you should have the opportunity to make up garbage rules about your sport. Right. Yeah. You know, no chicken, no chicken feet, no bubbles. What else was there? Yeah. What are what are what are some of the other? Uh, what are your house rules at your school? Um. Well, we um we have two for each. There are different rules for each. Um, for well, this um, is, this two is, different ones. This is really complicated yes. already. But yes. go ahead. Um. So the first two those are for the easies. You are allowed to have catchies. Okay. Um, and, uh, but if you miss the ball and it went and it bounced into your square, uh-huh. you're out. Okay. Oh. And if the, um, and if it touches the line and they can't tell who it was. Sure. There's not always a line judge. Right. Right. In a we really don't tall have chair. Are there, are there do-overs? Is this a do-over? Yeah. There, those aren't usually do-overs. Oh, what are No they? one can tell. We do rock, paper, scissors. Oh, okay. Very interesting. And for the hardy, uh, hard, hard ones, yeah. there are no catches. No catches. Can you do chicken feet? No. Can you do bubbles or bobbles? Depending on what we can where are you from? Where instead of catching it, you just sort of like no b- b- bounce it, kind of juggle it, no. so you're not technically catching it. No, that was always kind of like a gray area that some kid tried to exploit um, that would lead to uh, playground strife and misery. Yeah. Um. No. If you are the one, if you're the last person who touched it, your ball. All right. All right. So uh, opening up strong with Foursquare, Michael. What's your first? Choice? I'm going to continue along the same theme uh, with handball. Now, some people called this wall ball depends on uh regionally sure um played with a big red rubber ball and um what i always liked about handball was just like you said for for four square is that you just if you were in if you were the one that was making up the rules for your particular game you were in control you mm-hmm. could right you could declare uh uh rainbows or no rainbows Ooh. where you'd have to run under the ball oh wow. um, and it was your turn to hit the ball and it would force the next person mm-hmm. to have to hit it you could call um catchies or no catchies mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with setups. You call right. them, you call them bubbles or right. But they, they alternately, they're called bubbles or bubbles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, typewriters, dead killer. What? Slicey. Now you're just making stuff Holy up. Smokes. No, no, no. These were all these were all part of it. Like germ killers. If you started off class game, warfare. If you started off the game with a slicey. Uh, with, I, I just literally did that. You sliced your mic. I I mean, it's pretty, pretty um, powerful. If you started off the game with a slice, it was very tough to recover from it. Uh-huh. Um, yes. How much handball do you play, Vivian? Uh, none. We don't have it at our school. I think handball is the domain of shirtless aging Cuban men. <laughs> yeah. And you as a child. Yeah. Mexican kids at the park. Ball ball. Yeah. Seriously. We played it with a big rubber ball, not okay. like a little. Let me ask this. How was Matt Silverstein at handball? Oh, was he pretty good? I don't recall. Oh, man. Well, he probably wasn't very good since he was good at video games. And I'm not making sort of casting aspersions on you gamers out yeah. there, but I'm guessing he wasn't very but, athletic. Yeah. And unlike Foursquare, it's not the domain where skinny people can. Yeah. You got to be a little more athletic. Now we had, and this is not one of my choices, but we had a game that was called Slaughterhouse. 
Oh dear. <laughs> yes. Um, there was also another name is, for it that was. Is this called butts up? Yes. <laughs> okay. Did we discuss this earlier? No, we didn't. Did but, you have butts up? Uh, we played butts up, but never at recess because it was kind of a more a vindictive game that you had to get away with playing after school. So if 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 you guys did not have it, slaughterhouse slash butts up, you would throw a like a tennis know, ball, tennis ball or a racquetball, whatever you had, bouncy ball, and you throw it against the wall as hard as you could, and someone had to catch it and if someone else didn't catch it it hit them they had to run to the wall and try and touch the wall before someone else could pick up the ball and throw it and it uh. hit the wall and if they didn't if they got you out you had to this is what we had to do you had to stand up basically like you're getting arrested yeah and whoever got you out could throw <laughs> the ball and hit you right like square in the tuchus take you right in the butt what's up yeah it's a great game yeah that, i think that was banned at our school for a while well it was definitely a game there were definitely a number of games that you played at you know it when people weren't paying as much attention like after school you check yeah. the ball out for mrs g from like the equipment shed <laughs> and then she really didn't pay much attention but you kind of went and played handball yeah. or uh butts up on like the farthest court yeah away as possible yeah now i, I real quick also another one i didn't have along those lines it was a game where it was a football game, but you had a football and someone would grab it. Yeah. And then uh-huh. everyone else would have to try and yeah. get the ball from them or tackle them. Smear you. They, they smear them if you were. Yes. I, yeah. I don't remember what the name was, the but it involved smearing an individual Smilled. who had uh, a ball. Yeah. That became a game that we played in junior high when basically you just had so much energy that all you could do is is take it out on tackling another boy and then have them <laughs> run away as fast as possible with a football. Which, by the way, um, knowing the name of the uh, of the activity, mm-hmm. the fact that it involved a bunch of males, yeah. you know, grabbing each other, clawing at each other, and mm-hmm. piling onto each other is this is a chapter possibly from, ironic from Morrissey's autobiography. I think. Yeah, so I believe it, it is. Never play uh, handball or wall ball. Um, no, I actually um. At do you want to go do it right yeah, now? Yeah. How, how, how do you feel? about playing it um dogs are fired up about it yeah yeah i don't really want to play with these with the dogs around because they probably destroy them all this is a good point how about me i go easy on you yeah um i don't think so i only know one place where i've ever played handball was it against a wall no Mm. it was at summer camp okay vivian your dad and uncle mike as he wants you to call them have each put in their first choice I want to know who this Mike person is. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Mike Winfield. Mikey Winfield again. That's just what the judge will say. So uh, do me a favor and say, Dad, go. Dad! All right. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go with my second one, and it's a, I think, a... Maybe the most played game on any recess playground. Something that the rules can be very simple or very complicated. It's tag. Oh, also on my list. Is oh, it? Is it? No. That's yeah. great. Tag I, is very, it's amazingly played. I thought game. you were going to say yeah, emotional sabotage. When you right. Said the most played game. <laughs> most played game. <laughs> um, what's, your fav- your what's your favorite version of tag? I like freeze tag. Freeze tag is pretty great. Pretty good. Because it really does, it gives you a sense of a winner and a loser mm-hmm. like if, if you can get like everyone else frozen you really nailed it mm-hmm. and yeah. if you're the one who oh always gets frozen then then you are singled out as being really terrible at that. yes what was did you have vivian did you play with any special rules to unfree someone did you have to ever crawl through someone's legs um yes okay good. we had to crawl through someone's legs and depending on how we um and how the game was played that then we either had to say like who was our favorite 
movie character sure, or like, like favorite that. thing. Like and TV we had to crawl. Sometimes. Or what your yeah. favorite YouTuber was. <laughs> we did not have favorite YouTuber. That was that not something we had. That is the best comment of, of our podcast. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what sometimes. So, like, what would you do. say? Who's yours? I know who yours is, but yours is. Danty Dab. So, let's get a shout out to him. Okay. Retweet us on your, your, your Twitter. Hi, Danty Dab. Michael, what was your favorite uh, way to get out of b- being frozen? Did you? Well, I always like I always like the idea that of um, we did we did a lot of the like crawling underneath someone's mm-hmm. legs as well. Uh, we'd set up safe zones where like sure, there'd be a yeah, specific tree where if you got to that tree you were safe and couldn't be tagged or couldn't be uh, frozen. But you couldn't stay there for too long. There yeah. was like a rule and you couldn't keep going back to it. Yeah, but kids really don't have a good sense of like time. Yes, no. they do. Uh, how long have we been recording for? Done and done. <laughs> nailed you. Kind of uh, nailed you, Vivian. <laughs> I, I love I love tag as just a, it, I love it for its chaos. Right. If you had a big enough crowd. Mm. But we always used to play our not we, but me and two other friends, my friend Clark Gilly and my friend Mike Marlett, we would play a game called F Use It. Mm. Whoa. It was just between the three of us, and there was something that was kind of like forbidden about because you tag someone. We were the only two that only three that would play. Right. And you'd say F use it and then you'd have to run and you'd play it constantly. You'd yeah. play it. How old were you when you played this version? Like ten years old. Like that's in fourth a, grade, inappropriate. That feels inappropriate. Barry. But but as a kid you always are you're trying to like push the levels of what of what you can do and you try to do it uh, like sneakily like you almost could even call someone and leave a message or like you wanted to call <laughs> someone and leave a message on their answering machine that's with it. like the fear that like You'd want to get this kid in trouble if their yeah. mom picked up the phone or. But let's okay. By the way, two, yeah. two things real quick. A no tag backs. We all agree on that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, no tag backs. What? Actually, at the school, we actually have some disputes about. Hey, um, like they say, like um, like they tag you. They would tag you, and then they would tag back to you. Like uh-huh. if they got tagged, they would tag you back, and they say no tag backs. Right. Yeah. It's oh, you have to call it. You, you have, have to call to, no tag backs. It's situational. It's an yeah, audible. It's so not fair because then like they're like they can tag you, but then they're like no tag back, so you can't tag. Well, back. see, we play. We just establish that as a rule. There's no at tag the beginning backs. of the game. Yeah. You you guys really should consider setting some ground rules. Yeah, Maybe well, writing no up one, a rule book about this. A charter. Yeah, no one. Yeah. No one actually wants to do that because yeah. we're not allowed to bring any writing or writing utensils out to the playground. <laughs> That's the best oh. reason for not having written yes. Yeah. Uh, one last <laughs> thing about tag. Don't do it as an adult. No. Don't do it as one of those things where you have like a oh, group water of guns. friends. No. Oh, yeah. Or like a group of friends. Like we knew some people who would do that thing every year where they'd play like the adult thing of tag. Mm-hmm. And they try and like seek people out mm-hmm. like at their apartments. Yeah. Or like oh, where they okay. work. Yeah. And like only like the kickball fields were like mm-hmm. safe, but like during the rest of the time you had to try and like don't do that. Yeah, it's a kid. It, not only is it, not only suggested it's a kid's game. You may some people may think you're a stalker. <laughs> My daughter right. pretty much nailed point. it right there. Yeah, kids know what's up. Also, adults don't read books like Harry Potter that are about children. I think we're all on board with this, right? Yeah, I would totally agree, Michael. <laughs> disagree. Oh, Oh, you're the judge, Vivian. And this is a point in the judging world. What the judge usually does is talks about the internet and the places a person who's listening can go on the internet or social media to find out more about our podcast, which is called what? Do you know what it's called? 
No. You know what our podcast Neither is called. Neither does most of the people in the world. <laughs> Baby, no. you know what our podcast <laughs> is called. What's it called? The Mount Rushmore Podcast of the Podcast. Yes, the Mount That's Rushmore exactly Podcast what of it's the called. Podcast. We've got to rebrand and get that website, guys. It, on the Mount Rushmore Podcast, the Mount Rushmore Podcast is the most Mount Rushmore Podcast. And you can Twitter or Google or tweet or search for Mount Rushmore Podcast and find us on Twitter, on Instagram, and uh, on our webpage, which is where we'll post a lot of uh, show notes. These are links that help you experience the podcast more deeply by understanding what we're referencing, or we can even add stuff that we didn't even think about, or even who knows, outtakes that we didn't uh, suggest in this show. And all of these platforms are places, especially like Facebook, where you can talk back to us. You can correct us, you could admonish us, and you could suggest uh, strongly uh, a direction you'd like us to go uh, as far as a subject. So, Vivian, it's halfway through as the judge, which you are. Who's doing better, dad or non-dad? Okay, yeah, um, I am not choosing favorites, mm-hmm. but um, I'm just saying I can't tell. Like, oh, it's it's still it's still up got, in the air. Dad got the four square, and Michael, or yeah, Michael, Uncle Mike, Uncle Mikey. Yeah, you are not. You are not my classmate. I have a classmate named Mikey. Good. Well, point he, well made. Is he a cool guy? Yeah. Uh, then he's definitely, definitely not, not me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I remember the kid named Jason was always the jerk. Okay, moving on. So, um, <laughs> um, but and Michael, he got the tag. So well, we both did tag. Those are both yeah. the joint choice. So, yeah, those were the joint choice. So yeah. I think I'll have to give it to Dad because the joint choice. Okay. Well, all right. Sounds okay. good so far. Got to come right. out strong in the second half. So, yeah, you do. So Dad might put the nail in the coffin with this next choice. What is it? Actually, I think it's Michael's choice. Oh, it's my third. Oh, sorry. Okay. We kind of switch back and forth. So my third is um, jump rope or skipping rope or double dutch. Okay. Um, this was something that I was never very good at, good at, and it required so much coordination, especially, I don't know if it was something that was more female oriented or the girls like to play it more than the boys. Just keep your politics to yourself. Yeah, this has got this... really weird gender segregated. Wow. I don't know if I like I'm just, yeah, hegemony, it is. I'm just saying, chauvinism. I, if I'm saying they're better than the boys, does that make it chauvinistic? Yes, it I does. Guess, I guess towards men and, and boys. This is, this is suddenly a prob- problematic <laughs> podcast. Okay, now I'm just voting f- for dad because of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so unfair. When, you, when you're off that playing handball with, handball with the Asian Cuban gentleman, you're observing the jump roping girls and seeing that it just comes naturally to them. It's not a skill they developed through fitness and exercise. Uh, I think it was something that they... There's a lot of... Um, like the rhyming challenge that happened with with uh, skipping rope, where you'd play and you'd go. Yeah, yeah I think there was something that was just more uh, attractive, or murky to mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, like you do like the. I, I don't even know all of them because mm-hmm. I, I didn't really do it. There was, they were always just so very good, and it was like something you would like watch from far. You're just like, yeah. I can't do that. I can't yeah. do. Certainly can't do double dutch. Well, I do know a, um, one song we always sing now. Oh, what, what is, is it? There was was a woman who went to the store she went to the store with pajamas and more she went to the store she bought some jelly grape pineapple and so much more there and she bought some eggs she bought some batter she was gonna make a jelly cake all at her but there was a man and he slipped into her he slipped into her oh what he slipped into her oh oh, got it got it okay he fell. fell into her he fell in 
the jelly and the eggs and the batter and the all the more. He rolled down store stairs to the um to the barber's store. He was covered hair a gloopy sticky mess. The police came after because he was under arrest. This is a door song. This is, <laughs> this is like by the way that don't you, you don't ever use that as like your uh, monologue for for auditioning. If you can get to the end of that rhyme, you must be great at jump rope. No, that's actually the point. I mean, that's I, that that was the thing is like right. I don't know, it was just always it was always great. Do you remember you, you were going to be too young for this, I think. But I'm getting I'm getting you age shamed. Yeah, you are a little bit. Yeah. Um the You're still much older. The uh double kind of the the jump rope kind of like little fad like in the late 70s mm-hmm. early 80s yeah. when it was like it was yeah. almost like kind of like an urban it was like it was like young. that's pre, incredible like, real people would always feature something something like that, like that. yeah like the, the best kids mm-hmm. in the world at doing this and it was I like think it was after the the russian rope embargo had lifted right that's so true yes rope was free still to that rhyme <laughs> we're done we're done vivian did you ever Cut do you uh, one more thing vivian did you ever have you ever done like chinese jump rope too um yes see that one i can't do either no it's so easy well there you go but I, I mean, this is bad we might i will be patching in the song double dutch bus at okay. this point just because yeah. I, I mean that is a good point that there was a hit song that was just based on jump rope mm-hmm. so michael i think your observation isn't that you enjoyed it you successfully played it you were just impressed by it yeah 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 and it was it was almost like the precursor to like break dancing yeah in a way like yeah, or not precursor, but maybe like that's what because girls also, were allowed to do. Because I either were a lot of breakdancing yeah. girls. I was mainly uh, like a guy thing. I think it, it's urban and there's essentially rap to it. It's there yeah. is nothing such as a guy thing or a girl thing. Well, but we're saying back, we're saying 30 years, 35 years ago, that's how people thought. Yeah, well, just they like, thought wrong. Just, just like in Hamilton, that. just like in Hamilton, you know, the way that, that girls weren't allowed to do a lot of things, correct? Vin? Yeah, they okay. thought wrong about girls. Okay. Okay, uh, Richard, what's your next one? My next one is the Jungle Gym. Oh. We don't have Jungle Gym in our school. Yeah, I know you don't, but... Um, but we do, there's a lot at other schools and they're really fun. Yeah, I mean, that's like, a, I mean, a partially it goes into tag a little bit because that would certainly be... Jungle Gym Tag was one thing that we played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'll throw this out here. I am deathly afraid of heights. More to the point, I am deathly afraid of falling. I don't really mind the heights, but it's I have a I have a real fear that I'm I'm gonna be a klutz, I'm gonna be like ten feet up on something like a ladder. Uh-huh. I'm gonna fall down like in a real ironic or sort of like comedic sort of way. Mm-hmm. And like known, actually break my neck. Little uh-huh. known fact, Richard actually records this podcast while lying on the ground. Not even he won't <laughs> even sit in a chair. Yeah, I have to be wheeled in on like a flatbed that's like about six inches off the ground. No, seriously, the, he does. Yeah, it's the only way I can operate. <laughs> so I I it, it it really was a challenge for me to get to the top of the jungle gym oh, yeah. and be like a there was like that point where you'll be terrified of doing skydiving uh, because I won't never do that thank <laughs> you um there was that point when you were a kid sort of when you reached that certain age when you actually were able to get to the top of the jungle gym oh yeah like you were old enough to be able to do it mm-hmm. and that was like a big deal sure from what I hear what kids tell me about <laughs> it is but yeah I mean there's I mean you know this Vivian I mean the the, the one that uh-huh. you, the, the ones that you have like at the playground the, the park that we have down yeah. the street when you climb to the top and fire off your gun <laughs> I don't have a gun. Guns are not cool, people. So, seriously. Congrats, you passed the test. Yes. They are not, 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 not cool. Did you have an injury or fall that that made you uh, cautious on the jungle gym? No, no. Although... 
when I was a kid, I do remember my dad was on the roof cleaning stuff and he fell from the roof. Why would oh. you be on the roof? Because he was cleaning out like the gutters on top. Like you have to do that when you have a house that's got trees and stuff. Can you confirm that he went, ah, ha, 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 <laughs> I, <laughs> He kind of went, ah, and my mom went, and he went thump we and bounced. Have, we have he was help. fine, but it was. <laughs> and I was, I was like in the living room, and I just saw this blur of my dad go. Whoa. In the second, in the first or second grade, we had um, uh, a couple of kids that fell off. Like one kid fell and chipped his tooth oh. coming oh, down. Because like at some point, I mean, Vivian, you're a little too young to know this, but like they weren't like they didn't build things to be super safe. Yeah. So like the mats that were like underneath the the jungle gym. Oh, if, you had mats. If, if you had we even mats? had them, were super thick. Like, I, I know how things They're dangerous were back then. I work at Heritage Square, and they have an old-fashioned washing machine. Those are not safe. Vivian, has anything ever happened in your school where you think it's an unfortunate accident or something where a kid yeah. did something against the rules, and that limits the rules or the, uh, um, the, the playtime for other kids? Uh, yes, actually. Um, I won't say names, but Thank my dad you. probably knows who I'm talking about. Yes. Um, but there was this. Um, it's probably uh, Mikey. Mikey. No. Oh. Anyway, go ahead. Um, there go was ahead. this person, and how um, the person, um, the the person, they had done a very bad choice. Yes. And they stole one of the che- teacher's artifacts. Ooh. And um, yikes. And then they um had to uh, stay, let us stay in for a, um, a couple minutes of recess until they finally confessed. Oh. Wow. Has, there ever been a, is, has anyone ever got hurt playing at your school? Yes. What's the worst injury that you saw? Someone broke a toe. Ooh, how'd they do that? Um, Kickball. They slipped. Kickball? <laughs> no, they, they slipped? Yeah, they, yeah, it was rainy and uh-huh. they were walking on the playground but they stepped in some mud and they slipped. What's the worst thing you ever did? I can't remember. You That scrape you got the other day was pretty bad. Yes. That wasn't the other day. But it was really bad. It was pretty bad. All right, so, uh, Michael, what's your choice? Well, Vivian brings up two things that leads actually into my next choice, my final choice, which is um, I, you know, both of us grew up in California, yes. Richard. Yeah, we did. And we really don't know what it's like. Is it surfing? Are you choosing surfing? <laughs> no. Um, what's surfing? <laughs> no, come on. You know, you know what surfing you know what is. Surfing is. Um, my, my wife, uh, we were talking about this other night, and throughout most of the country, you sometimes have to stay indoors oh, for yeah. recess. Yeah. So I chose an indoor game for recess uh-huh. uh, that usually happened when we had like a rainy like day. a rainy day thing. Like when you got rain, because getting rained out for like lunch or recess is one of the biggest bummers. So teachers would often have to, you know, s- still let the kids have their playtime. And uh, so I chose the game of uh, Thumbs Up, 7-Up. Ah. Ooh. Which. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, a throwback. It's a really kind I of. I played that a week ago. <laughs> Yeah. In your adult thumbs up, seven yeah. up league. <laughs> 65 bucks, you get a shirt. You get a shirt. I probably played this back in um, 1920. Oh, what did you like about thumbs up? Zing. Uh, it, Michael's old joke, by the way. It's a game that is very, it's like, you. there's a lot of favoritism that's involved in, you're, you're constantly trying to trick someone or pull one over. Could, so you, could, could you describe the game? Because I sure. vaguely remember. So there would be seven kids that would be brought up to the front of the classroom. Um, all the other kids would put their, their heads down on the desk and would stick like a thumb in the air. Like they'd make a fist and put a thumbs in the air. Am I right? And the other kid, or the seven kids would go around and they choose one 
of the kids who would put their thumbs up. Okay. So they put their thumbs down. So then they'd go back to the front and then the teacher would call heads up, thumbs up, heads up, something like that. Thumbs up, seven up. And then after you get picked, it's heads up, seven up, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So then whoever were the the seven kids that were chosen had to stand up and they had to choose who was the one that picked them. I'm sure that there was a whole lot of favoritism that was involved or like best friends would choose each other and you'd go up and you'd replace. Part of it, like if you were at the end of the line, you kind of, if you're the last one chosen, you had a bigger advantage because it would, because you'd know it was between a couple kids. But it was just one of those, um, it was a game that you played by like necessity, not necessarily by like it was your most fun yeah. game to play. I don't know, just one of those things that you, you had to play because you couldn't go out and play one of the dozen other things you yeah. wanted really, to play. You actually wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. that's That brings up what recess was for me and maybe, I don't know, a lot of other kids. It's, it's a fitness activity, but it's a social interaction. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe where you develop your first crushes or interact with friends that you don't know or meet kids from another class for the first time. So that thumbs up seven up was, you know, when it's raining out or when they have a fire drill or the school's on lockdown because the janitor went crazy. <laughs> then that's that moment where it gets quiet. It's not barbaric. <laughs> People aren't chucking balls at heads and things like that. And you get to actually have a social interaction. Wrap us up, Richard. All right. So last one, a little bit of backstory. I was sick a lot when I was a kid and not just like a little bit sick. Like I was in the hospital quite a bit, quite a bit. Um, she knows. So I wound up spending a lot of time where even I would get back from the hospital or from being sick for a while, I couldn't go run around for a mm-hmm. week or so. So I I wanna, it usually happened every week. No, not quite. But we would, we would, I, I would say one of the big ones for me was reading. Oh, wow. Reading is awesome. Reading is fundamental. And that would, you know, that's, that's the ultimate sort of like, for whatever reason, I can't go play today. I'm not feeling well. I'm sick. I'm getting over being sick. So I'm just going to sit there and just kind of read my book. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, too. Yeah. It's kind of the ultimate, like, I mean, it's kind of the ultimate loner kid sort of thing to do in right. some ways. But let's face it. We all did that. We all read during recess at some point, either out of necessity because, yeah. again, it was, maybe it was a rainy day or you were sick. Crack or maybe open, crack an open mind comp and just stare just, at the kids. Just taking a look at it, just sort of <laughs> capturing the rye. <laughs> Dog-eared pages. Of <laughs> right, with highlighter. So I don't know if they still have the program today, but they used to have this uh, great program where we, uh, growing up where you, like, they really encouraged reading and uh, riff. Was reading OG read, was OG read more involved? It might have been, but it was like, the, so like once <laughs> or twice. Was it a hip cat? It was literally a hip cat that would, would rap at you about reading? That is OG read more. <laughs> you start. Sorry. What was, start the program. Start, tell us about that again. We keep riffing over your thing. Riff, riff. So there used to be a program that, I'm, I'm guessing it still goes on today, where uh, one or twice a year they would have like this big kind of book fair or book festival that would come in sure. and yeah. you'd like earn a certain amount of points and you could go and select. No. You, oh, okay. So you used to be able to like they'd have these a huge like you know tables and tables of books mm-hmm. that they'd set up in the auditorium and uh, you could go and select what book you earned versus right. various points that you've or, or the book that you wanted versus various points that you've earned yeah, throughout the year. How did you get year. these points? I, I like good remember. behavior type it stuff? It was probably good behavior I, I think part of it too was like we had like a newspaper drive. Okay. When newspaper drives were super important. So Vivian, newspapers were these things that people used to read before there was the internet. I know what the newspaper is. I know what the newspaper is. I 
is. Okay. They still do it. Okay, okay. Do they do newspaper drives? No. Well, they used to like encourage like families to bring bundles, bundles of newspaper that you would save up in your garage. It was just, you just have like you know yeah. three months, six months worth of old newspapers well, yeah. that you'd bring in to donate to recycle, and you get credit towards. And you get credit towards oh, cool. towards reading. It was a Scholastic? I forget what company that, it was. That might that have been. Well, they, Vivian we still has Scholastic. Orders, but we don't have points. We just have. They just have to pay for them. Yeah. Okay. Which is because you know why? Because reading is great. Yeah. And reading is something awesome. that every kid should do over recess. Yeah. yeah. But my school doesn't allow you to bring any reading or writing utensils out. No, you know, you can't bring a book out. You can't bring a book out to recess. Yeah. No. What? Seems like that should be disqualified. What? Then. Yeah. Um, hold on. Time out. Actually, but at other schools, it's actually uh, something you do quite commonly. So right. I think my school is just very different. Okay. They don't, disqualified. I don't, I don't. No, he's not. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to call. Champagne thinks it's a dog. Dog is angry. No, I think a dog is angry that you can't read it at recess. Yeah. We have to have a talk with your principal about this. This is yeah. this is suddenly disturbing. What made me excited about this category um, is that after Vivian, after Dad and Uncle Mikey have registered their four choices. He is not my he's not Uncle Mikey. He is not Uncle Mikey. That's what you tell the judge when he asks that. Tell him that. <laughs> uh, you and I, the judges, get to review all the choices they've made, and then we recess to our judges' chambers. What is recess? That's a good question. Uh, it is where you take a short break and you move away from the activity that you're doing and take a little break and then come back. So uh, you and I are going to review these. Um, here's Uncle Mikey's choices. Handball. He is not Okay, yeah, we, we got it. Uncle. We got it, everybody. Freeze tag, jump rope, and heads up, seven up. Dad's choices are four square tag. Jungle Gym and reading. So you and I get to sit here and try to be fair to people who aren't your dad. Who, I know. Even though they, they... They love you very much. They love you very much. Um, um, even though they don't buy and your And are ice taking cream. you out to dinner tonight and making sure... Have seen a $100 bill? <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, and there's no trail. blackmailing in this thing. Also one of my favorite recess activities. What, so blackmailing? Which, <laughs> yeah. which one do you think? Why don't you look at this list? Well, let's, I'm I'll going tell you to what. say my choice. Okay, for, good. Um, so Vivian's going to take a look at this list. And I'm going to tell you my choice. So I do come from Kansas City, and we had this thing called weather that they don't have here out in Los Angeles. What, I know what tornadoes are. There's people on the other end of this microphone who might not be as smart as you. There and is. like Michael and Richard both said, there were sometimes uh, activities you did at recess where you that didn't involve uh, aggressive sports and my favorite was the parachute every once in a while the gym teacher would get out a very colorful parachute which was like a magical item because you only saw it once a year where did this parachute live why don't we get to handle it all the time and what horrified paratrooper was counting on that tiny <laughs> tiny rainbow color thing to save them from certain death but I used to love the Wait, parachute then what thing. would you what do you do with the parachute you circle around it and in coordination with all the other kids you lift it up in the air and, and you run can, under it. You run put under the, it. Do you put one attack. of the kids in it and throw them like 50 feet in the air? Could you, you do that? That's an Amish country. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a, a activity that involved this kind of synchronous activity and it was just quiet and fun and you would go inside the parachute and the teacher would tell you to be quiet as the parachute kind of hovered above you for a while and it was just a gym activity that wasn't loud, it wasn't combative and uh, sometimes we'd get like balloons or balls and put them in the parachute and then we'd all kind of bounce the parachute around. It was like, uh -huh. pop I think they called it popcorn. So that was my favorite activity. Vivian, do you have one? 
Um, one that we missed that we didn't we didn't say that you would be would have been one of your choices if you had one. Uh, yeah, it's actually called um, Star Wars. What? Oh, the actual movie? You just like you make, no, watch the no, movie? I've been sitting on that this whole time. No, no, it's like how it's kind of it's actually called Clone One, but some people call it Star Wars. Okay, and how do you, how do you so, play this? So, um, you're like there are two sides. You can be either on the dark. You either like we have like put our feet in like um, how many bubble gum like those things like eeny meeny miny mo. And then yeah. whenever you get out, you either join the light side or the dark team. And then what do you do? And Develop then, trade federations. <laughs> right. Um, do pod racing. No. What do you um, do? And then you try to find the other teams and then use your laser blasters and lightsabers to attack them and move up in ranks until you become a Jedi master. Wow. Whoa, this oh, is really cool. complex. Can you, you go from Jedi from like Padawan or? Yeah. You start as a um, clone and then um, this is for the light side. Then you go to a Padawan, uh-huh. a Jedi and a Jedi master. So are you start off like a stormtrooper on the dark side? Yeah. You start out as a stormtrooper, then a commander. This uh, is way more fun than any of the stuff that we, any of the wow. stuff that and we just And then you move up to a um, general. Can I, can I can I play? Yes. Okay. Is this what you learned that they teach you at Lucas Elementary where you go to school? I am elementary. And then I and then you become a after the last final stage is a Sith Lord. Wow, that's super cool. That sounds fun. So, so by the way, I'd like to point out I now know more about what Vivian does at school from this like half hour podcast than I've learned in the last four years. Because usually it's Vivian, how was your day? Fine. What'd you do? Anything exciting? No. That's it. And that's our interaction about school for the day. Vivian and I will now recess to the judges' chambers where there is ice cream and lollipops. That and I provided? Yes. That's a, lie. That is a lie. And we're going to deliberate our decision, and then I'll probably go with whatever she wants. And we'll be right back. Yeah. back on and uh, we have deliberated and I know the first thing you wanted to do was to acknowledge some of the aspects of Michael's choices that you thought were kind of interesting like the jump rope yeah um, I, Michael I will have to congratulate you on choosing something that you don't play but you still chose it and speaking of things you don't play were there some things on Michael's list that you don't play or understand yes handball and heads up seven up we gotta go play some games so if I as a judge choose a winner based on the suggestions that resonate most with me you as a judge are doing the same thing and therefore half of Michael's choices you didn't even understand one was the same as your dad so who's the winner I'll have to say and this is not because he's my dad it's my dad Yes. I think we all you, you are. I, you are the best kid. I don't care what Michael said. You know, as a I don't don't let Simon hear this, but as you are my favorite kid. <laughs> you always have been. As a recess activity, I think Vivian should be benched for her choices. <laughs> you go. You need to go and sit and think about what I, you've done, which is make the wrong choice. And I'm out of here. Whoa, whoa. Hey, you need. 